It's the Tiltcast, episode 437, Violently Loved. Oh my god. And this week, guys, we talked Star Trek Online, No Man's Sky, and more NVIDIA news. Stay tuned. Jumping on top of me. Oh boy. Okay, that was about the weakest intro we've had in a long time. Woohoo! Yeah, it's the Tellcast, and we're back. Yeah. And it looks like we've got somebody at my front door. <laughs> um, it is what's today's date? It is October second at ten p.m. Yeah, in the year of the weirdest fucking year of my lifetime, twenty twenty. Right. Um, it is 66 degrees outside. Um, I will say that we are an M-rated show, so just be aware of that coming in. Um, Thanks for the fucking weather report. Yeah. Um, but before we get started, I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I- I'm Rusty, the late one. Yeah. And you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit, some games, and some bullshit. news. Um, and Rusty, the weapons of your warfare are right behind you if you'll just turn around for just a second. Okay. Just just look behind you. Got it. There are two loaded Kongs for when Lola finally snails you and wakes up. We'll see how that works. Uh, we came prepared. Um, Rusty, have, rightfully so, uh, is going to get some shit tonight. Well, it's not like it's totally my fault. What would have happened if you had left 20 minutes earlier? I probably would have been in that fucking accident. It no. Was a, it, it was a pretty big one, dude. It, what it, what time did you start looking for 3080s? Um, let's see. The 3080s, they started dropping at 8 p.m. And there was a secondary drop at 8.30. And, yeah. That, so that's... what would have kept you from leaving at 8.45 when you knew you weren't going to get one again? Um, because they were sold out a minute afterwards, weren't they? Well, kind of. The way that that works isn't necessarily... <clears throat> Fuck. It is not necessarily sold out right away if the uh, if the website goes down. So... Yeah, I, uh, I I have been fighting to get myself a 3080 for a while, uh, fighting a lot of different things uh, on the internets, trying to get the uh, uh, trying to get my hands on a card. There is a uh, very very it's it's very it's, it's it the short supply it sucks. Yeah, what did they release like two hundred of them? Uh, actually, the drop tonight was the biggest since release. So, so what they they released like ten thousand of them. I don't know. Um, when I, they say biggest and it sells out in microseconds, it didn't. When it said it didn't sell out in microseconds this time because Newegg got friggin' wise, so wise in fact that they blocked legitimate customers. Um. So yeah, I uh, I got. In, I got to the point where I was about ready to check out on a card, and then the website blocked my IP. And I'm like, what? It said, you're a bot. And I said, 
I am most definitely not a fucking machine. So, uh, so yeah, I had to really quickly turn on my VPN, my other VPN, and then it, of course, changes the IP address, and that will let me through, and I was at the fucking checkout, and of course, since as soon as I hit buy, it sold out. What was the time frame on that? Are you going to fucking, like, get on me about this fucking, you know, time thing? Look, I understand. I'm late. You can, like, beat me over the head with that later. Oh. Okay? Oh, I've been giving Rusty shit. Rusty almost got to the point, and we discussed this last week, of dropping nearly two grand on this damn card. Um, I honestly... I will not buy a 3090 unless it becomes a very good deal. Um, but yes, yeah, I, I want a fucking, you know, 3000 series card. I would like it sooner rather than later, but I am not going to buy it from eBay or a reseller that jacks up the fucking price because scalpers are the scum of the earth and flipping fucking cards or buying cards when you know you're not going to fucking use them equals to me uh, the the same kind of hate that I have for, you know, people I can't stand. Well, at least we know that you've gotten past the point of doing something nuts. What? Buying a secondary card. Buying a 3090, you mean? No, like a a third-party card. Oh, oh, I've never going, was never going to buy anything from eBay. Fuck that. I can wait. That's the thing. I can wait. Would I like to get one so that I no longer have that cloud hanging over my fucking head? Yeah, I would. I would really like to get one in in hand because A, it is better than what I've got. Uh, B, I've got plans for it. I, I understand what kind of power it's going to provide and what I can do with my machine with that card. So, yes... A 3090 would be overkill for my current setup, and I get it. And that's probably the reason why I, after the release date, I haven't looked at it yet. I haven't even looked at those. But I would pay upwards to, well, the the partner cards for, uh, the, the highest partner card that I've seen so far is 850 bucks, which, I mean, is... $150 premium over the MSRP, right? That's the uh, Asus Strux card is the 850 Uh That's about the most I'd pay for. Yeah, I'm not. I I can't. Ugh, you know what I've been doing? Ugh. Been sitting in sweaty in the dark waiting for you, Rusty. Oh, that's, that's, oh, oh, oh. Oh, is that? Oh, it is. I just handed him an outlet. So, We've had some stupid issues with the show where the outlets have gotten wiggly because they're old. That and, is really fucking bad. Um, and it was impossible to pull the fucking wires out of the outlet, so I snipped them <laughs> because I got fucking pissed off well, sitting here in the dark holding a flashlight in my mouth and getting saliva mad. You know, like when you're mad and then your mouth starts watering because you're mad? <laughs> That's what was happening. I'm sitting there drooling with a flashlight in my mouth trying to change this fucker and it was getting hot in here because i was frustrated and so i got out of i couldn't find my pair of wire cutters because it's fucking dark 
Because I just shut off the whole power. You just sh- shut the whole house down? Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, it was faster than looking through all 46 of those switches and coming in here, click, click. I did it through three of them, and I got impatient, and I just shut the whole house down and grabbed two flashlights. Uh, well, I mean, do what you need to do, I guess, but damn. Yeah, I was sitting here sweaty in the fucking dark trying to change out motherfucking outlets. Um, and I did change. I changed the ones that counted. I changed the super wiggly one by Lola. And the one over there, and I've got two more. I'm going to change the one that's over here, and then the one that's on the other side of the wall. Okay, yeah, that, I mean, those are all wiggly. And yeah. And there's, I mean, yeah. And all important things are connected to these wiggly outlets. Yeah, and it it may or may not have been a problem in the past. So, yeah. But I've got a week off, so I'm... in true adult fashion, what am I doing with my week? Changing more outlets. Of course. Changing a toilet. Well, I mean, what? Putting <laughs> trim around doors. I mean, okay. Cleaning the garage, hauling old grills to the dump, like taking my car in for a thing that apparently my airbag's defective and they've been telling me for the last four months. Well, you should probably get that fixed. Because I drive so much right now. I mean, you, uh, yes. I don't know, man. I just saw the wreckage of six cars on the fucking highway, and that's not very far from your house. And statistically, if you're going to get into a wreck, it's going to be fairly close to your house. So maybe you, you you do have to go pick up the groceries. They don't deliver to your house yet. I understand you actually. Use the they app. do. Oh fuck me. Oh fuck me. <laughs> Occasionally, when I'm extra lazy, I do that, but. Yeah, I actually got a grocery pickup tomorrow at 10. Are you shitting me? Yeah, I'm going to go pick up my groceries tomorrow. Man, here I thought I was the fucking technological guy, you know, technologically advanced No, fella. I scheduled it, you know. the other th- I'm like, you know, getting my dogs, taking them to the vet for some routine claw maintenance, you yeah. know. It's because if she wakes up, she will fucking, like, mark me again. I feel like from last week. Every fucking adult <laughs> thing, every fucking day is. I don't. I don't have a single day this week, even though I'm off for a week, that doesn't result in me being an adult. And it fucking sucks. Can, uh, Kids don't grow up and be adults. It sucks. When yeah, you're in college dude. right now, it sucks. Just continue to get disbursement. Be a career student. You know, you can stay in college for like twenty years. I knew a guy that was in, uh, had gone through. Uh, was it his eighth program, which. I mean, if you do the math on that, four uh, four year programs, thirty two years of college. Fuck me! And he was he was going he was still going when I you know when I graduated. Was he like a million dollars in debt? Yeah, he, he was, <laughs> he's uh, he's a disabled vet, so it was pretty much a free ride. Oh, so he just kept going back to school. He, yeah, his uh, his his business interests changed and. Uh, He's gone through almost every program that was available at the community college, and he's going to get, he told me when I left, he told me he was going to go get. uh, Like, when he goes to, if he actually ever applies for a job, they're going to look at him and say, you're overqualified for everything. He he has that problem. He cannot get a job if he puts everything, uh, everything on his resume. Uh, Because they'll think he's lying. Well, I mean... You can lie by omission, but he, um, 
Yeah. He, He'd be better of, off getting the discovery. Oh, you have three other degrees? Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, you have a degree in, in marketing. That, what, wow. Uh, bonus, I guess. But, um, but no, he's, I, I don't uh, all us knew you like you shouldn't rack up that much debt unless you're getting it all for free. But right. I will say, um, college doesn't always equal job. No, no. Uh, it equals many years of being poor. And then finding a job that applies nothing to your degree like mine. I mean, I was working with the guy as a work study at, you know, which is a part-time thing. So. <laughs> Background technology, computer science degree. What do I do? I teach people how to do their job. I teach, I'm basically, I'm basically a, an over-glorified manager of teachers. Uh, well, I, that's, I, I, that's what I do. I, that's my job. And I do it virtually. I fix computers. Right. Like <laughs> yours does apply. Because it includes current certifications, but in computer science, if your certifications are more than a couple years old, like that shit gets outdated. Nobody gives a fuck about JavaScript at this point. Well, or even ASP.NET because that's fucking like fifteen years old. I, I'm I'm gonna say that the certifications only apply when you are looking to get into a position. Just words of the wise. Yes, you're gonna want your certifications, but once you're in. Those certifications mean dick. You know, yes, what have you done? So, so you're, you're gonna start off you're gonna start off with a college degree thinking you're gonna start off at eighty thousand dollars a year and no. you're gonna make you're gonna make fifteen bucks an hour until you prove yourself. The thing is is uh just I I I sound like a life coach right now, but um if you if you That's all I do all day. <laughs> if you um if you're looking for a job specifically in IT, you know, there's so many fucking certifications, right? And uh, if you want to get into a job, of course, I mean, A plus is like basic, like that's your GED into IT, right? So uh, you get only the certifications that you're going to need to, you know, to get into the job field that you're looking for. So security, you're going to want to go for all the security, uh, security and, and networking stuff that you can. Once you're in there and you have three years worth of experience, none of that shit matters. It's funny, so like we do, I don't, you know, I'm not going to lay out really anything for you to trace back what I actually do, but, um, oh, see, she found you. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <laughs> she replaced. God damn it. <laughs> wow. That was violent. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That was like, what the fuck? It's like a shark. I wasn't expecting. <laughs> and if you guys can hear some of that, that is my deaf dog finally woke up and smelled rusty and has like attacked him and mauling him in the face. Um, Rusty's going to have to get extensive surgery at this point. Um, my little 35 pound. Deaf Pitbull mix is like crawling all over his lap. And that's a... Here. Kong? Make her sit. Well, uh, well too late. She got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say, watching that on camera was priceless. She pulled the... She pulled his monitor completely out of his ears and the rig. Thank, what, thank God the breakaway connections. <laughs> oh my God! I have violently been loved. Like uh, you're not supposed to use those two things together, Rusty. <laughs> you, you can't say violently loved. 
<laughs> but it could be a short I, title. Wait, <laughs> maybe sure not. Can't? Have you ever heard of BDSM? Uh, ah, there we go. Okay. There um, we go. Thank you, Jason. I guess you can be violently loved. And we can get it out of the awesome. other territory. See, we didn't say any of the other things. Violently loved is perfectly fine when it comes to BDSM. And Rusty doesn't have his monitors uh, in, so he can't only I hear can't one hear. side of the conversation. I can't hear Jason right now because nobody oh. about choked on his drink when you said BDSM. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing about whips and chains in that one? Uh, we were tying tying the term he was violently loved you to something be else. Violently loved, and I said, "Well, there is BDSM." Oh, well. so you just got BDSM'd by a dog. <laughs> Not, well, you made it dirty again. <laughs> okay. You, can you hear again? That is kind of in my job description. Okay. Now now I can hear. Oh, my God. That's a good thing we didn't have that tied down. Otherwise, the whole fucking rig would have come out. Yeah. You, are you glad that I had you locked and loaded behind you? <laughs> and it's only going to last until... But there's geez. another one right behind you. Okay. Well... I've got the I've got the monkey with the hole in his ass for the peanut butter. I mean, and then the weird green cup thing that she just loves to death. So you already gave her the cup, right? The the peanut butter anal bead is right behind you. Ah, got it. Okay. No, it's you just you shove peanut butter up the monkey butt, and then when you do that, like I mean, she loves the the monkey butt. Of course she does. The uh, mon- the mon- <laughs> The monkey butt. Fucking monkey butt, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, I don't... I You know, it's just weird Kong toys that I get off Amazon for the dog. Um, Man, that was exciting. She, she knocked... She knocked my juice completely out of my pocket, too. Like, that takes some... Uh, that's That takes some fucking force, dude. She came up out of the fucking... Out of the nowhere... I didn't even see it coming. I just, I heard, I saw the explosion of blankets out of the corner of my eye, and then her eyes were glimmering, and then she just rushed you. She's like, oh my god, there's a new one! And then, and she was on me. All it took was me cracking the fucking can, too. Hey, 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 you're not supposed to get that yet. All right, this one's mine. You can't have it. <laughs> Sniffy nose. Uh... Anywho, um, where were we? <laughs> Violently being loved. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. Hey, you know what's really nice is the this non-Behringer uh, Yamaha that we have that allows us, with a simple firmware upgrade, to get Jason to where we can adjust his levels virtually. Go figure. Yeah. Yay. And Yay. We, we dicked around with that while we were waiting on you while you are in traffic. Is that me or is that you? I don't know. Probably both. Oh, well, Do Not Disturb is now on until Monday. So I just got the email. I just got the email from the uh, for the re- uh, for the refund on the Behringer. So uh, I am glad you followed up and got your money back because yeah. you need that for that overpriced card you're about to I get. I mean, uh, if I can get one. <clears throat> you know, I mean, my opinion is, is I want the card. Um, I think I'll have the money to do it and not feel incredibly guilty if I can get one on some kind of deal. 
Um, I don't really want to spend seven hundred dollars. I'd, I'd be okay spending six. Seven just feels like a lot right now. You're not going to see a deal for at least a year. Yeah. Uh, and and if there is a deal, I mean, video card prices don't necessarily go down. Um, I have not really seen very much in the way of sales for video cards because, well, any gaming machine needs them, and they don't produce enough of them to put them on sale. Uh, it's possible to see them with a uh, with with like a free game or something like that, uh, but. I haven't seen a sale on a video card in years, like anything that was substantial, like a hundred dollars off. Yeah, well, maybe I mean, I'll do the, the pay as you go or the pay it off in one year plan. You or can probably yeah. get, you know, if you, if you've got the uh, like a, a new egg uh, card or something like that, you could probably do uh, the financing on it. Um, and I've done that before. I mean, well, I mean it's. I guess I have it on my credit card, but the, I just don't want to increase the limit on my card is all. Yeah. The the main thing that that we see uh, ever since the 800 series cards is that there's not the same. There's not a period of overlap between the previous card generation and the new one as far as manufacturing goes. You know, used to be. They keep building the older cards until the until the new cards were a year old or so. That's not happening anymore. You know, it's funny as I was. So you don't see the price drops. I was hearing some people kind of echo some of the same sentiment, sentiment we were talking about last week. Um, listening, you know, I'm a pretty avid listener of podcasts. I've got a pretty big rotation. Yeah, listen a lot to Giant Bomb, Giant Beast Cast. I like those guys quite a bit don't necessarily agree probably half the time but like the points of view and some of their guys were talking about well instead of getting a no console why don't you just get a new grid video card right <laughs> like right the, there's nothing really launching games wise in the consoles aside from what dark souls and one other game i think we were talking about this with trent the other day mm-hmm. and to me dropping that kind of money on a console that's not going to have a library for another year is seems weird. The thing and is, I would almost rather have the graphics card since so many things are releasing simultaneously and then ease my way into the console generation because I don't feel like there's going to be enough out for six months to a year. You know what I mean? The thing is, is it's just availability on both sides uh, at the moment. You can't, I get- think the Xbox release was crashing Walmart's website while I was shopping the other night. Yeah. Because I was just trying to order groceries and the site kept going down. It's it's nutty right now. It's like it's all like, the gamers are coming out of the fucking woodwork and there isn't enough tech to get, you know, to satisfy There's anybody. nothing to fucking do. I mean, video games are becoming popular with people that don't game. I was talking to some people at work, you know, even today, and they are talking about, yeah, I just bought a Switch. Just getting so bored around the house. What's some good Switch games, right? I'm talking about like senior level management people like you're starting to pick up on video games because what the fuck else are they doing? And we all work from home at this point. So it's like we're in a weird spot. Oh, I know what you mean. One of the gals at work the other day asked me, so should I get a 
Xbox, like One S or One X or PlayStation 4 just for some casual game stuff. And I was like, knowing she has a daughter that's like seven. Say go for a Switch. I said, go for your Xbox or your Switch. The main thing you'll have with the Xbox is, you know, get get the Game Pass, get your money's worth out of, because they have a lot of kid-friendly games and they have a lot of you-friendly games. She's like, I'm not sure I'm going to play many games. I said, then that's, that's a good alternative to uh, buying games. Fucking Game Pass, man, is just an yeah, amazing deal. It is. I'm <laughs> taking full advantage of it right now. <laughs> Sponsor us. You're buying everybody else. Why not? <laughs> I mean, you just dropped $7.5 billion. How about giving... <laughs> few thousand of tilt cast every month i mean we if you start sucking we'll tell you you suck but you haven't sucked really for about a year now right now i mean this could probably come up a little get a little bit later but i heard they're i and bungee too yeah it did surprise me yeah but they've, they've I mean, got the they've got the microbucks they're they're out and hunting. They're hunting for developers like I'm hunting for 3080s. I think well, they're hunting I mean, harder because they have a lot bigger bank. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't Bungie have Microsoft kinda, money. Bungie kind of makes sense, and Bungie's kind of hurt from. Uh, I don't has know. Has really kind of hurt since the separation. They've not no, really done not, all that they great. Haven't, uh, they're they not have, hurting at all with Destiny right now. No. They're not hurting at all. Uh, in fact, they're basically overhauling Destiny here in the next month. <laughs> Again. Um, and it's going to be, like, probably part of the next console launch. So, I mean... Didn't it come out the same day the Xbox comes out? Uh, the Beyond Light, it, it comes out... I think it's really close. Uh, it's not going to be Destiny 3, but essentially it will be. Uh, it's It's Destiny 2... 2.7 something or other uh it's still running on the same engine uh they're not changing engines they're not changing graphics they're not not doing anything but they're basically you know taking the next step of the story without releasing a whole new game which i mean they don't really have to release another game they just got to keep releasing patches that game uh the the uh the engine isn't bad i mean like, when i was playing it i had no problems with the engine it looked great um yeah it still doesn't look dated it it's it still looks you know it still looks but great the crazy thing i was thinking about this when we do game of the year uh-huh. it'd be a really fucking weird year to do game of the year there's like basically I mean, nothing that released uh, the handful it'll be real easy for us to pick five games because we've been playing a lot of last year's games this year i have been playing four-year-old games dude <laughs> so i don't know what the fuck you're talking about no i mean well, shit this week I'm playing an old ass game, um, which I'll talk about. Yeah, you can talk about it right now. You're you playing it. I think I saw you playing it on Steam. You did. I decided to uh, jump back into Star Trek Online. Uh, yeah, because it's. I saw that and I was like, "Well, I've got a friend named Kenneth that's got like nine thousand hours in that. Maybe I should introduce him to Jason." I was like, "No, yeah." <laughs> well. A lot of it uh, just stemmed out of, one, 
I wanted to see, and I've just never loaded up, wanted to see whether or not it played better on PC than it did on Xbox. And to a certain extent, controls are better. Okay. What what is the game um, loop for that? Like, I don't even understand. Like, are you... Star Trek Online. Yeah, what what do you do? I mean... So, basically what you do is it's a mix of... I mean, it's an MMORPG, but it's... You do a mix of both uh, space exploration and and dogfights. Do you start off with, with like some, a shuttle or with what? some ground-based story missions. You start off with a really, really shitty fucking federation ship. Like, what's a yeah, shitty like, federation? What's a, what? What class? Your ship? your fur your first ship is Khan's ship from Star Trek Two. I don't remember from, that far back. A Miranda class. What is that? Like a frigate or what is that? It's it's tiny. Yeah, it's and, basically a it's basically a science frigate. And then you have, uh, then you go up to the Enterprise, the first one, and then just, you, basically every time you level up, uh, you, uh, uh, or your rank goes up, you basically go to a new generation of starships. Uh, like right now, I basically have a variant of the Enterprise D from the next generation, uh, or I could have chosen the same class of starship as the Voyager. Rusty's trying to appease the uh, the mini dog. Appease the puppy. Yeah, she's not really a puppy anymore. She's still kind of puppy sized. She's only. Is she probably about thirty-five pounds, forty pounds, maybe? Oh, uh, she probably never really will be that big. I don't know how you measure big. a Tasmanian double while it's spinning. <laughs> Rusty, because Rusty was card hunting, um, he was late, and there was a wreck, so he was late. So Lola didn't get this out of her system before Rusty showed his his dome in the house. We just have to break out the other Kong. I, uh, I had you locked and loaded. Uh, it's it's okay. I, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. She's she's got a strong sniffer on that dog. Make her sit. Sit. There you go. All you right. got to give her a thumbs and up I, like the Vault Boy, and then okay. and then she knows that it's good. Uh, I mean, yeah. uh, she's Vault course, Boy trained. Of course, you would train this dog as a you know with the Vault Boy symbols. You've got to train with hand signals. A thumbs up for the dog. Awesome. Hey. Okay. Sorry, I didn't have my ears on for the last minute or so. Um. <laughs> so anyway, um. But do you, is it? Of, are you like controlling a singular character that's operating a ship that has a crew, or are you just? Like, yes. Okay. And what? How do you like set priorities for what the crew does, like in like RimWorld or something, or what? Nope, it's not that complex. Yeah, it. From what I've um, seen of it, it's. I mean, you got away missions too, so you do have like on the surface of a planet type missions. Yeah. So the 
the long and short of it is basically you either command the starship, which you you control flight, you control attack, you you know all that stuff. You can send duty officers on away missions, right? Off and then, screen, and then it just rolls dice and so determines what's going to happen based on their stats or something like that, right? Okay. Um, and then you have a bridge crew that deploys with you on away missions or story missions. And those are the ground based missions that your character actually participates in. But you're always controlling a singular character. Yes. Did you find Jason and then face you, in this? You do you do to a certain extent uh control your your party on ground missions uh through different commands and whatnot, but for the most part they're on autopilot. But I mean, is it a third person game where you're yes. seeing okay yeah it it plays very much like an mmo i hadn't played it myself i did watch people play it though um knew somebody that did and um it's it's fairly basic i mean it didn't it didn't wow me like i was playing wow at the time uh that's how old that game is uh but i want to say it came out in like Oh seven or something. It was. It's been a while. I mean, it's not the most most popular MMO, but I mean, it's it is Star Trek. So I mean, there is they they gave it a go. Uh, if I remember, the, do I remember the best the, uh, part of it is is that it is for the most part a solo game, so you do not need a uh you do not have to participate in raids etc um but they exist in order to in order to progress through the game but they do exist if you want to participate in them it's been going it's been going on since 2010 so it's a 10 year old game i mean yeah i i'm surprised that it's still around (laughs) to be completely honest i i didn't think that that was gonna last um the the things I remembered about it was the away missions looked kind of wonky. Um, the effects like it it had like personal wall like deflector screen things back then. I don't know if it's a still a still a thing. Uh, space combat was uh highly directional because if I remember, you have like your you know your front back and side shields and you kind of had to like make sure that the enemy was hitting the right side of your uh, of your vessel uh, otherwise it would get through your shields so you kind of had to rotate around your enemy a lot yep um but and that's still a thing that is definitely still a thing you have to manage your shields okay yeah um you can either do that via movement or uh, manually managing uh, what side of your shields is priority, etc. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it, but, it had its thing. I mean, it was not necessarily what people wanted from a you know from a Star Trek game. That's 
uh, I think bridge crew probably fits the bill for uh, for a Star Trek game a little bit better. Uh, you know, for people's like mental fantasy of a Star Trek game, right? Um, which is, you know, actually which if I had VR, some... I probably would have. Oh, but... of course you would, because I mean, why wouldn't you? Um, that because is... I equally love both it and Star Wars. Um, but so for the most part, really Star Trek online plays like Star Trek legacy did, and but could, with ground missions mixed in. Yeah. And I couldn't get into Star Trek legacy at all. I bounced too um, hard off that game, <laughs> but I had to look you know, at gameplay. Okay. So of course I found this guy with the weird fucking wig. Oh, he's got the wig and the fucking Starfleet uniform from next gen. Go figure. Too oh, bad. Nice. <laughs> but the uh, um, the fact that I know what the uniform is for the most part, you can tell I from mean, the generation. You and I only went on a Star Trek binge watching like Next Generation up there for a while. I mean, I had watched all of the original uh, Star Trek Captain Kurt era uh, Star Trek. And then I had watched all of the uh, Next Gen, and then Voyager, uh, and then I, I Deep think Space Nine. I got through some of Deep Space Nine, though it was a, a different dynamic. So I mean, it's still a good show. It's just different. It it gets the first season really Deep, hurt. Deep Space Nine is like. The Star Trek producer is trying to do Babylon Five. Kind of, yeah. That's that's what it, that's what it felt like. Only, yeah. And, and as soon as uh, as soon as you get through like the first season, maybe two, uh, it it gets good. I mean, it, it it's one of those where you continually watch. Um, but you have to get past the the fact that you are not moving very far, you know. I don't but know. for the most part, I went back to it because I wanted some, you know, space battles, but I didn't feel like I didn't have time to get as sucked in as to uh, picking up, uh, uh, getting back into uh, Elite Dangerous. Yes, thank Elite you. Elite Dangerous. That's a um, superior game. I've been up since 3.30, man. I understand, dude. I understand. Um, so, because for the most part with Star Trek Online, even if I'm in the middle of a mission, if I need to log out and drop it, I can. It's just going to force me to start the mission over once I log back in. Right. And that's fine. Um, so, I've been doing that. The the only problem I ran into was it is still graphically intensive enough just from all of the lighting and particle effects uh, from you're... the, from the battles that my surface would start overheating. So, uh, <clears throat> I had to fit, but it's also an online game. So, uh, remote playing it, on the surface from steam on the desktop wasn't, uh, working out too well. Yeah. So I spent about half a day dicking with those settings in steam 
to get it balanced correctly so that it won't keep kicking me off of the remote play. Oh man. Yeah. You, uh, you need a PC dude. (laughs) Yeah, I have one, but I can't always, uh, you have necessarily load that. I can't always load that PC up in the living room and play on the living room TV. You you have my PC without build from a six mutiny. years ago. Huh? You have my PC build from six years ago. Yeah, and it plays the game just fine on its own. It was streaming it to the surface so that I'm not occupying the TV in the living room and have a child mutiny that it was the issue I ran into. Because oh, well. once, once you got a intensive battle going on, uh, it really, it was really straining the connection. Well, so yeah. I had to get all, so I had to get all of my, uh, steam link settings balanced out so that that didn't happen. And that took a good half a day to a day to figure that out. Yeah. It, it's not an ideal setup. You, you game very weirdly and I understand why you do what you do, but Holy shit, you need a new computer. I feel like it's going to be Space Week because I feel like me and Rusty are probably playing the same thing. Um, Well, Rusty might be playing anything because he's just refreshing a page on Newegg. But... Oh, fuck you. I mean, valid, but fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty he's got been me. Playing, he's been playing. Do I actually get my card He's today? been playing. Let's, let's dance with uh, my VPN. Oh, fucking F5 simulator. Will you please, Lola? I got her. Okay. I, I don't have any more Kongs to give her, so... <laughs> Rusty, did you start feeling like uh, the buy button was like playing Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady? Dude, every time uh, it lights up fucking orange. I mean, the, the website's buy button is orange. So, I get this No zonk, no zonk, no zonk. I, I get this rush of fucking adrenaline because I'm like, oh my god, I might, might get it this time. And with the amount of like dopamine letdown, you need a Zoloft, dude. I've not gotten much sleep, <laughs> so yeah. Like, I'm I, about to form an intervention here. You might have to. Um, yeah, it, I, I, I have not been staring at it as much this week as I did. How many hours? Um, I know when they're dropping, so that's that's a well. I don't know for sure, but I know about when. And how many of like websites have you looked at and spent time looking to see when it's going to drop? So there's Newegg, there's Amazon, there's B and H Photo, there's Best Buy, and there's. But who's providing the information for when the product's going to drop? Um, that is a consortium of all the people who want these cards. They're so you spent hours watching Reddit and all these other posts to see when it's going to drop. I. No, I don't watch Reddit. I I just watch one of the channels. I'm on a Discord. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> how many hours of actual are. gaming did you get in besides the F5 game? Um, I actually got probably 30 hours into No Man's Sky. That's actually close to me who wasn't hitting F5 and was working an extra 10 hours this week. I worked on my days off you... so that I didn't have to stay late tonight. Well, I mean... Thanks. <laughs> the, the, 
I've literally, before you got over here, when you said I left, I had just gotten finished with those sockets, and that was the last thing I had to do before I hit vacation. Oh, well. I've um, literally been in this room since like 8.30 this morning. I've got a vacation coming up in a couple weeks, and yeah, that that's a thing. Me and me and Rusty have both been playing No Man's Sky. I hit a I hit a speed bump and then I my or not a speed bump. I hit uh, a gate and that gate was the first few hours of the game before I started having a sense of like what to do. And then I realized like there's three different like mission paths for that game now. Yes. And then like the side missions are actually not bad. And I actually got stuck in a loop of doing side missions to expand my base. Although I can't find a fucking uh what is it the the armory guy. They saved my fucking life, so I think I need to warp a few more times. Man, that is a tail. Continue. I need to love your dog. Before she fucks everything up. Come on! Give me a hug! That's, there we go. Again. Uh, uh, this is like the third in hug tonight. She loves me so much. Yeah, maybe uh, we'll let them get a room. Um... Yeah, but like no you man's. Leave this, you leave us out of this. <laughs> yeah, I hear the tongue. Oh, God, she gave me a wet willy. <laughs> right down to your canal. <laughs> this is actually pretty entertaining to listen to when I'm uh, reproofing the episode oh, again. There's another one. Couldn't leave the left air on. See, and this is why we should have this show recorded for the video portion. Because this is what the unofficial, the other mascot of the show. I mean, if you guys could see what I was seeing right now. Rusty basically just leans in the chair, and then Lola jumps up in his lap, and then Lola has to attack his face and lick his ears. And then she's, but she only, it's like a, she's got about a 20 minute cool down. And then, (laughs) you know, she realizes Rusty's still in the room and still needs more licks. And so she's got to jump up there. Now she's going to lay between us and chew on her bone. Yeah. She got her fix. She got her fix, and I got my ears clean. So, um, but yeah, like, No Man's Sky has, like, these different, like, trees of things to do. You got your Atlas path. You got to find that one dude. And then you've got the Deep's Place exploration path, I guess, is what it is. Huh. And then I, you know, just by the by, like, money's not as hard to come by. Um, scrapping ships isn't that bad. So, like... I went through and so I did something. I got a little bit devious. Uh huh. So I set up, I'd set up a base next to like damage machinery, which usually gives you nanites, and nanites are the currency used to upgrade your shit. And I realized when I loaded the game back in, it respawned that machinery. That's not devious at all. That's so that's smart. But that's not what I did. I built another base next to a crashed, crashed A class starship. And it continues to respawn from time to time. And now all I do is just basic. So I got my frigate, right? Uh Uh-huh. And I land the ship on the frigate. And then I go and I go go back to the planet and whatever star system I'm in. And go find a few more ships with the navigational data, you know. Because it doesn't take me that long. And it's kind of fun to go hunting for ships on planets. So I just continue to fix up the pulse drive and the, you know, the launch drive or whatever, mm-hmm. flying back to the frigate, and then I go in, take one of those busted-ass ships into the fucking space station, and I just sell the fuck out of all of them, and then I sell all the, like, stuff that comes from it right 
for nanites. So I've got like 130,000 nanites right now, which ain't bad for 20 hours in the game. Um, and I'm spending them on anything I want. 130,000? Yeah. Because you get you get modules from that, right? So some Whoa. of those are like if I get lucky and find A-class ships or S-class ships. Well, you've been doing that for a while then. Uh, that's about four hours of gameplay. Okay, no, that's that's about right. See, I, I and then I realized that I found some, storm crystals weren't a thing when I was doing this before. No, so now that you find like a, a planet that's got a lot of storms, that's like was it unstable or something like that? Yeah, and then you know there'll be storm crystals, and the storms fire up about every five minutes, and then when you're in the middle of the storm, you just go hunting for these crystals that all sell for like a hundred thousand credits a piece, yeah, or more. Some of them half a million, and then I found out about the dinosaur bones. And so the dinosaur bones, right? If you find a planet with so, bones. Yeah, ancient bones. Yeah. So I've got a ship I really shouldn't have upgraded as much as I have, but I've got a B-class ship that has S-class everything in it. I have, like, almost all the slots filled up. Because why not? You've got the nanites. You can I've make got that the nanites. Fun. I'm just like, whatever. I'm just going to trick this, this shuttle out. Because it kind of looks doggy. I just... Didn't find. I'm looking for one of those cool exotic looking like tentacle ships or something, you know. And I just haven't. I haven't gone far enough. I'm only on my like my tenth galaxy, but I've right. in these ten galaxies I've found ways to make money. Solar system, you mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tenth solar system, right? But you know, I've got a. I'm not. You know, I'm not hundred hours in good, but at twenty hours in, I've got a ship that can warp seven hundred light years. You're, yeah. You're, I'm not doing bad for 20 hours in. You're doing all and right. This is way better than I would have gotten an old 20 hours in. It was way less grindy than it used to be. And I'm just dicking around having fun with some of that stuff. Like, I've gotten, you know, my shotgun thing for my my multi-tool, you know, and I've got that updated all the way. And then I've got, you know, all the fucking weapons on my starship. Like, I don't even have enough space. It's only like a 32-slot ship. That has way too much shit on it. But, you know, it's like, oh, I got a dogfight? Well, this is way better than it used to be with the dogfight, so sure, why not? What am I What am I shooting at? Let's just kill all these fuckers. Right. Especially after you've gotten some upgrades in the ship. It's it, My it, damage potential's at like 230 right now, which when I started it was at like 50. And then my shields, I've got like four shield mods for my fucking starship because I kept inheriting them from the ships that I was salvaging. So, like, I'm just basically, like, if there's good modules in the ship that I don't want to sell for man nanites, right, just throw them back on the one I'm using. Yeah. But the ship harvesting thing was an easy way for me to upgrade my current ship when I realized fixing everything on one of those ships was not the idea that I wanted to go with. No. Unless I just found a jewel in the rough and I just haven't found it. Anywhere from, I've found a couple of S-class small ships, but the S-class modules off those, I just transfer them over to my current ship. <laughs> so... The, um, the, yeah, so, but you know, the game's kind of endless, right? Like I got lost dicking around, but I had fun dicking around and that was something I wasn't having fun last time was dicking around. And I guess there's just a million small quality of life improvements with keeping it less grindy, like having the teleporters on your base, right? Like, I don't even think that was a thing last time I was playing no. and just being able to teleport to whatever system I've already been to, right? Or to any of my other bases of the teleporter. Throwing solar power on it, right, and batteries, so you just never forget worry about power ever again, right? And just then I have, yeah. you know, 
finding a planet that's not overly sentinel aggressive so that I can just kill animals willy-nilly whenever I got a kill animals mission or, you know, it's, it's got shit for resources, the planet that I'm on, and it's noxious and all this other shit, but it basically just looks like swampy, it looks like Louisiana. <laughs> like, it's just a swampy, <laughs> shitty planet. I'm sorry if you live in Louisiana. You got great food and shitty swamps. But, you know, like, it's this really swampy, <laughs> shitty-looking planet. It kind of, like, parts of it look kind of like Oklahoma. Like, even the haze from the humidity and the toxic shit just looks like Oklahoma. Just, so, just it's... shit. Yeah. But, you know, it's got these weird dick plants on it all over the place and yeah. some cool animals. I mean, and it's always been... It's really phallic. Like, yeah. that game's super phallic. <laughs> Everything. Like, we did this episode yeah. of probably three or four years ago where yeah. you found a planet with dick plants. Yeah. No, there was there were dick monsters. They were fucking, they were walking around. They were, yeah, the, the phallus monsters. Yeah. Yeah. But they're doing better with a variety. Like, um, a lot of the, there's a decent amount of difference. I got into this fungal planet, which was really weird. Mm-hmm. It changes the color scheme to, like, basically color, black and white with some blotches of color. Uh-huh. And that was something I'd never really experienced before. And I like a lot of the, like, weird double rainbows. And I really like planets with rings for some reason, right? Because you can usually see them on the horizon. Yeah. Um, and then I found, like, the mountain planet. I've got a little base on a mountain planet like you were talking about. I created, like, a little shelf for my ship to land on. Yep. And this planet just has shitloads of gold and platinum and, like, like you know, shit that you can't normally find without blowing up asteroids. And that's, like, super easy for all of my basic upgrades yeah but i don't even sell any metal anymore like i don't even mine for any of this shit anymore i'm just like well i've got enough money i'll just buy it after a while you don't mine. you just you don't unless you absolutely require something like carbon you know yeah. um the um the just the the gameplay loop has a lot of different directions and they all seem kind of fun right now i'm doing the base building thing so i figure that'll unlock the technology for the exosuit stuff and i kind of want to dick around with that yeah the the uh I, I haven't fucked around with the uh the base technology i did that on the on my previous game because i played that when that was new the the base technology and that was the last thing that i had actually done in the game uh have you figured out how do you do the derelict ship so I found them, but I don't know how to land in them. So there's two different kinds of derelict ships. There are destroyed frigates, or destroyed freighters, and there are derelict freighters. So the only it's, it's rare to find a actual derelict freighter where you can go into it, uh, just randomly pulsing around. Um, it can happen. It's just a really rare chance. So how do I know if it's one that I can actually jump in? It will tell you. It'll have landing spots on it. Um, like the little green circle? Right. And it, yeah. And it won't have, it won't be broke up into pieces. It'll be one full, it'll be a complete ship. Okay. So I haven't, all I've found is the ones that are broken in halves. I'm like trying to fly into them and find a spot. And and that's what confused me at first. The ones that are broken in half, they'll have two cargo pods most of the time. Oh, so and, just go around and shoot those, and they usually have like platinum or something, right? Right, and and then sometimes it'll uh, it'll generate a, uh, a like a pirate group that comes in after you blow up the uh, the pods, and that's an extra little bit of loot. Uh, but outside of that, that's all there is for those uh, encounters. The um, to get into the derelicts, you have to buy a. Uh, uh, you have to buy an emergency beacon 
from the scrap dealer on a uh, uh, is that the thing he's selling us five million bucks? Yes. So and it and that is the cheapest it gets because it will go up to thirty million. Do you get more than five million in return? No. <laughs> so you just do this once you're kind of rich. So I'm not totally rich. I'm like fifty five million rich. So. This, and I'm looking for like an S class decent ship. Right. So there is a trick to it. And and I'll tell you the trick because I mean it, it's a thing that you can do. Do you have the personal refiner? The one that you put yeah. in? Okay. Absolutely so, cuz I've got almost every backpack upgrade at this point. So this is this is what you do. Spend the 5 million, use the item, and then it'll pop you out and it'll say that it's going to be searching for a signal. Go back into your inventory and then move the, uh, you'll have the activated uh, beacon, move that into your personal refiner. It won't do anything, but it'll be outside of your inventory. Okay. Now that you've done that, get into your ship, pulse until you find the, uh, the derelict freighter, and then do all the things in the derelict freighter that you would normally do to complete it. Okay. So it assigns you a mission to find certain things or right. something. Right. You, you have to you have to find the crew log, you have to find the captain's log, uh, and then you have to get to engineering in, in one of the ships. Once you've done that, it'll tell you to get back into your ship and go... Uh, offload those logs because those are items that you, you pick up. You take it back to the space station. Before you get into the space station, open up your personal uh, your personal refiner and pull the beacon out of your personal refiner. So basically it disappears when you turn in the quest normally. So it disappears when you open the door of the derelict freighter. So if it's in your refiner, it never disappears. If it's in your refiner, it never disappears. So... Yeah, once I figured out you could get a personal refiner, I was like, that's way better than that portable oh, thing. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, but it's it's easily exploitable in that and this this is kind of a uh, kind of a glitch in how this works, but as soon as you sell off the logs, the beacon no longer becomes active and you can use it again. So you can reuse the same beacon over and over again if you do it exactly in that way. One of the things that I've just noticed about this update is it spawns a lot more stuff close to you than it used to. Yeah. And like when I was talking about the ship, the exploit I was talking about wasn't exactly the sh exploit I was talking about. The other thing I was doing is I just fly the ship to my base, right? And since it's in my inventory, mm -hmm. I just take my teleporter up and then it takes my ship with me. And then, of course, it just keeps teleporting my junk ships because I've got a junkyard of ships. So, like, I usually right. just park them all around my base. <laughs> And then, you know, it just keeps teleporting them up to me to, like, you know, doing that for, like, an hour. Mm. Like, I came up with a shitload of nanites and a really fucking upgraded ship. So, and I probably will do this again, you know, find a decent planet to build an okay base, you know. And then it's, I'm not building anything grandiose. We're talking about, like, a 10 by 10 square, basically. Right. And then, you know, add my little flag and then add some of those stuff because I got bukus of fucking material I don't need. And then, you know, just go through the process again. I, but, uh, like, the extra storage of having a base and having an extra storage cube is kind of nice. I'm just like, oh, I might need that later. Let's just hoard that in that thing. 
I can teleport here anytime. Yeah. I I uh I I've done something different. Um I I now generate about 250 million every 12 hours. So you've got the whole are you doing the chlorine farm? I'm doing the chlorine farm. So I have a I've been uh, watching No Man's Sky videos while I'm working and doing grading things. Right. And so I just have it playing in the background on, on my iPad while I'm dicking around with whatever I'm doing work-wise. And I'll hear something. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. Maybe I'll make a chlorine farm somewhere. So, so you need what? You need ammonia and salt, right? You don't, you don't need that. <laughs> so this is what you do. Uh, to, uh, to get yourself started for a chlorine farm, uh, all you need is an exotic planet and uh, gas extractors. Uh, so the gas extractors, the reason for an exotic planet is because on exotic planets, the gas that you get from exotic planets is oxygen. Uh, and uh, what you do is you harvest as much oxygen as you possibly can. And then chlorine will essentially multiply in a refiner. If you put chlorine and oxygen in a multi, uh, in there, it will multiply the chlorine. So I have an unlock. I have an un- which technology lets you combine materials? What it's just it's just your base refiner. You know your medium and your large refiners. And I um, guess I haven't unlocked those in the base building thing yet. Yeah, as as soon as you can, you should because the you know being able to do at least two uh, inputs to a refiner will allow you to do uh, a lot of uh, item multiplication. It's I, not duplication, it's multiplication. I realized something. We got into the minutia before we described one thing. Why is No Man's Sky fun again? Well, the uh, they did an update recently. It was a, a last week or so uh, about uh, it's called Origins. Yeah, that's the new update. Um, the uh, The update basically refreshes a lot of the uh a lot of different things adds whole new worlds adds all kinds of uh you know new interesting biomes uh some new creatures but i don't know now i just think the reward loop on it is a lot faster than it used to be Uh, and there's a lot more variety it's not necessarily just make money right like the exploration can get kind of lucrative right like you can spend time with that but you're always getting notifications of what you accomplished mm-hmm. without being told this is what you have to do next. Yeah. And, like, you can follow different paths on what you want to do. I got distracted on the base building tree and just started exploring around and then found random ways to make money to, while I was doing it that didn't actually seem boring. Yeah. And I don't mind fighting the Sentinels now, like with my personal shield, which is, I don't think, something I had before. So, basically, yeah. I got, like, a body blocker shield when I... You uses, know, your, uh, uses your uh, life support to do it. Yeah, but that's cheap. Yeah, it's, a, it's just oxygen. I've got... Oxygen is okay. money to me, dude. I've so. got like 5,000 <laughs> oxygen just sitting on me. I So my base generates... I'm sure you have more than that. My base generates about 90,000 oxygen every 12 hours. And I think at some point you really like the factorial style of like get something to auto generate. I like the planet hopping. And like once I discovered discovered the storm crystal thing, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, this is actually kind of cool because I've got to like manage my 
this extreme planet thing while I'm trying to like dick around finding storm crystals. And then some of those have like extremely hostile sentinels. So you're fighting the sentinels in this crazy storm and the storm effects are really cool right now. Like the fire tornado thing, I landed on a planet with fire tornadoes. That was pretty intense and pretty cool. But like it felt like I was, it wasn't just the combat. It was just the extreme maneuver around, find your way around to get to the next thing. And then maybe dig a hole for myself real quick to just get a breather or call my starship next to me so I can offload my inventory. Even like the alien egg hunting. Like that was something I did not know was like a moneymaker. And then I found out, oh, this isn't a bad way to make a million really quick. So my first like two hours, I was hunting alien eggs on these like little things and, you know, getting the shit I needed for my starship really fast, right? Yeah. Or you could turn those into nanites. I didn't know you can turn them into Well, I've got it. I have no nanite problem. I, I have a cash flow issue I well, don't want to mess with. Okay. Well, I have the opposite. I have probably, well, as, as soon as I log in tonight after the, you know, after the podcast, I will have probably 100, uh, 600 million. Um, Are you just leaving this running? Well, the, the extractors happen in real time. So, like every 12 hours, I just go and clear out the extractors. Oh, so if you leave an extractor going, you log off the game and you come back, it's got it, it it's added the time together to give you whatever it was supposed to provide. Right. So it, it will continue to go and it just stores it into supply depots. So as soon as, as soon as I log off or I clear it out, it, uh, it fills up the supply depots every 12 hours. And I could, of course, double the supply depots and that would fill it up every 24 hours with, you know, twice as much, uh, resources. Um, but right now it, uh, it generates 250 million every 12 hours. Uh, so that would be 500 million a day. You um, planted on game pass like I am. Uh, I have had it on Steam for forever. Like, oh, I just wanted to have the achievements. So, oh, I've I've been on, you know, I've been on Steam. If Steam could do better with the achievement notifications and have that little unlock sign or sound that Microsoft has gotten so good at, I think Steam achievements would be more exciting. There's something that Microsoft has done that triggers a weird dopamine response within me when I just hear the, you know, when you unlock shit. Look. I understand your your cooldowns up, but I need you to like not do that, please. The please. bleeding eyes. Oh my god. Yeah. So continue. I need to love the dog again. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> She's a glutton. There's a lot of violent love going on right now. Tis true. Look, I get it, Jason. If you ever get bored, man, No Man's Sky is pretty easy to play around kids. <laughs> on my throat. <laughs> this is very entertaining to watch, folks. Um, she really likes licking his face for some reason. Like, she's visibly smiling. Like, she, there's a lot of glee going on right now. And she knows she'll get away with it. You want to you take her home with you? No! I got to put it in windows and my dad. So my dad's a real dog lover. And every time he comes over here, he spends more time playing with the dog than he does talking to me. I mean, I'm spending just about as much time 
My dog's a my dad's a sixty two year old man, and he wants to go out there and spin my dog in circles. He's like, oh, where's the rope? You already had your time. Go sit down. Jeez. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't, the, I don't think me or you played really anything else, though, did we? No, I, I've just been, you know, I've just been doing a bunch of uh, uh, a bunch of the No Man's Sky. Look down. Seriously, I I can get her if you need to talk. Yes, I I need you to control your pup, please. Um, now I've been playing uh playing a lot of the No Man's Sky because uh it's uh it, it's kept my attention and I've had a hard time keeping uh you know keeping my attention on you know on a specific game. Uh, mainly because there really hasn't been anything that that's tickled my fancy. Um, the uh, the games, the next game I'm probably gonna uh, probably play is I'm gonna uh, get the uh, the DLC for uh, Remnant from the Ashes, and I'm gonna play through that. I think that might be the next game, and I might actually break that out tonight. Depends on, it depends on what, uh, what I feel like when I get home. I've had kind of mixed responses or mixed, mixed emotions on what I want to play right now. Like there's the Star Wars Squadrons just came out, but yeah. it's an eight hour campaign. And when I literally, I can blow eight and most of it's focused on multiplayer. Right. And an eight hour campaign is nothing to me right now. It doesn't matter that it's 40 bucks. Like. If we hit Steam sale again and it drops down to like $25, maybe I'll pick it up. But just eight-hour campaign is like pretty fucking worthless to me right now. And I'm not interested in it at all um, because I just see it as the uh, as kind of like the Call of Duty uh, version of Star Wars. Yeah, it's going to be another dogfight game that's multiplayer. And honestly, I don't want that. I don't want... if If they allowed the... Uh, if they allowed that kind of dogfight to uh, to happen with like AI opponents, um, well, they uh, do in the eight hour campaign. In in the eight hour campaign, but I would be playing the fucking eight hour campaign over and over again just to have my fix, and that's not even worth forty bucks to me. Um, it's it's not. So the way that it was kind of structured, it's just put me off to it. I guess maybe. That is, that is just the way that Star Wars games is going to be like for me because it's always something to do with fucking online, you know. And I'm not big into PvP. I don't play Call of Duty. I don't play fucking Fortnite. I don't play any of these fucking like competitive games because honestly, when I sit down to fucking play a game, I don't want the goddamn stress of like, you know, being beat up by a fucking twelve year old. Well, you know what it is for me. Um, I stop and I play games while I do other things. Like, what if I want to change the track of my podcast, right? Right. Um, what if I don't want to worry about what the team strategy is right now? What if I, what if my, what if my fiance calls me and I just want to talk for a minute, right? I, I like, can... like to just put something down and I know on a multiplayer game, I could just like forfeit the match or whatever. Right. I don't want to fuck up my KD or whatever when I'm doing that kind of shit. I'm I just, not, I'm not even I just want to play, I just want to play RimWorld or something and just be like, all right, well, I'll let my guys like build something for a while. Are we old? 
Um, yes. Did, did, did that just like basically tell us? Uh, are, are, are I just I'm, going... I'm just not competitive anymore. Well, I don't think that uh, I don't think it's the competitive. I think that it's just convenience. Yeah, I think like uh, we understand that life actually has to happen. Like, what's that game that came that's super popular on Steam right now? Called is it Among Us? Yes. I don't have any interest in it, not because of the concept, but because I know that I can't start and stop it whenever I want. Well, it's, I mean, the, the games are actually fairly short. I think I could get through them. My problem is, is that I don't... Do you have to talk to people? I don't know seven other people. Oh, I'm terrible. Woe is me. I have no friends. Um, That's a true statement. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't have seven people that are ever online. Like, if I want to give shout-outs to people not on the show that I game with, uh, Dustin and TJ. Yeah. And TJ's sons, or son and brother that's, like, 25 years younger than him. Anyways, like, I play games with them, uh, mostly because TJ's at, on Alaska time. And right. three hours different. So if I play a little bit later, me gaming until 11, even though he's an adult and has an adult job, for him that's still fairly early in the evening and that's perfectly a-okay with him uh, say that's the the multiplayer i'm going to get with him is going to be the dwarves game seven days to die um or you know maybe i'll convince him to play something else but yeah. that's all the multiplayer i need right now and really it's just an excuse for us to bullshit and catch up because i've known him for 20 plus years right i don't have anybody i mean the if i was to play but, oh fuck there is something i forgot to mention yeah. left for dead me and Trent played the fuck out of the new DLC, essentially, or free LC that came out for two. Oh, my God. Um, the update that was, like, fucking, what, eight to ten years in the making? Yeah, fan-made update. Um, it's, like, two maps, and it's really fucking hard. Um, it lets you use the Left 4 Dead 2 engine to play as the original Left 4 Dead crew, and... So we started on extreme first, and we thought we were still good. We're not. Just pro tip. We started and worked our way down in levels through each campaign until we beat it. So the first time we started on, like, whatever expert is, right? And then we didn't we didn't get super far because we all kept dying on, like, two or three two hits from a hunter. Or we'd get hit by tanks or whatever, and then we'd die. It was just me and him playing. And it'll be on Cabbage, so you'll hear... Me and him going back and forth. Yeah. I think the, the tagline of that night was fat don't crack because we we're talking about how we don't look any different. <laughs> so um, we just got gray and we, you know, we gained some weight and no wrinkles still somehow. <laughs> fat don't crack, kids. But uh, yeah, the base game is still really fun. Um, it doesn't, it looks a little dated, but it like, you know, we were both like playing it in 4K and 60 fps and feeling really cool about it of course playing a you know 10 year old game in 4k yeah because you can but like the like overall gist of it is like it's just two really large maps and like we got to where we ended up finishing the first map on normal and we felt pretty cool about that even though because we haven't played in eight years probably and then we started the second one in expert and we're getting about 10 minutes in before just getting annihilated and so we dropped it down to veteran, died, dropped it down to normal, died, and then dropped it down to easy. And uh, I died. I got punched by a tank off a fucking cliff into the fucking ocean. 
you know. And then as you do, he finally I coached him through it, um, and we got the win through Trent. But yeah, the overall new maps were pretty cool. Um, Left for Dead's still great. Uh, if you could find other people to play with, zombies. Oh, well worth it. Very, uh, very much an old Tiltcast classic. Yeah, it is. It's just more fucking zombies. Um, I saw the uh, I saw the the invite for that, but um, yeah, I was way too fucking late to actually get in on that at all. Uh, you guys were well and truly done with that game by the time I saw the you know saw the message. So. Yeah, if you're curious about how entertaining that we can be um, when we're actually gaming, me and Trent had a blast uh, fucking roasting each other. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wish we had actually fucking uh, recorded the uh, the first reactions of uh, Friday the 13th because fucking O-Face was, I mean, it's still a thing for me. Well, I mean, I've, <laughs> me and Trent have known each other since, you know, we barely had hair on our balls. So, like, we've... Known each other, you know, well, we had full beards because we just grew up that way. Like, you know, like, Peter Dinklage is basically just what I looked like at 12, right? <laughs> full full beard, you know, buying cigarettes way too young. Face was very smooth. The the fur was thick. But. Fucking hobbit. Yeah. I mean, Trent's the same way. I met Trent and he had like the thickest beard that I've ever seen in my entire life. I can't even grow here. <laughs> um yeah like he's just ridiculously got thick a thick well he's still got a thick head of hair i don't but um but anyways i don't fucking talk about it we have a special way of riffing off each other and have learned there's probably only about two or three things that we won't touch with each other but i'm just so used to being a uh, having trent try to offend me and me try to offend trent that like just nothing's off limits at this point yeah yeah i know so. i would love to actually play some fucking online games actually with people and talk to people while i do it i have we started at like nine o'clock uh, i we played till we didn't record the entire thing like i had to take some lola breaks because lola was getting antsy but um i think we played for three hours and then we recorded an hour and a half or two hours of that footage. Yeah, I was. Uh, I woke up that night at about one. So, almost um, had a uh, Ren jump in, but Ren was studying for a test, so he didn't get to jump in. But bummer. Been but there. anyways, um, yeah, Left for Dead, Last Stand. That was a hell of a lot of fun. I can't tell you much more about it because I just really played it for that spot, and then played other things the rest of the week. And I've been busy. I mean. This is the last week of me working so much overtime, so even with the week off, the week after that, I'll be a little bit more free than I was right? and can get back in a loop of some kind of normalcy. I'm going to, I'm rethinking it as we're doing the show. I don't know that I want to work every single day on something in the house. I may have a few lazy days in there. And I you got to, you, you got to, you got to, uh, you got to have a day where you're just like, I'm going to bang out a bunch of this shit and then get it done. I might just bang out a bunch of shit, do fucking nothing the next day, and just rotate. You can do that. Like that's what I plan on doing when you know when I have. I mean, I don't have like the the house chores, like replacing outlets and shit like that. I don't have that, but uh, 
yeah, I've I've let some things go that need to be you know need to be fixed. Um, I'm gonna try to clean this room up. Well, that needs get rid to be of old holy technology. They're just it's the dumping ground. It, it is right now. This is the only safe spot for cables. Uh, because Lola's only allowed in here when we're in here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, she's in here all day with me while I'm working, but she's but, doing exactly what you see right now. Most yeah, of the time she's, she's sleeping or she's, chewing on her bone. She's not chewing on cables, or, thankfully. Knock on wood. Um, or jumping up and being hamming her way up when I'm in meetings with people, you know. Of course. The grand poopaws of my work company. Know your dog? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because she has to make an appearance. She gets excited when she sees people on screen. And I'm in meetings all day, so the dog just jumps in my lap and then just barks occasionally or just, like, hams it up and just wants to be seen for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's like that. <sighs> um, yeah, let's, uh, I think it's time for a break. How about you? Jason, are you good for a break? Yep. All right, right. let's break. We'll be back. All right. Hey, we're back doing this thing that we do every Friday for hours the, on end. The thing, the thing that we do with microphones and stuff, talking to people, actual people. Yeah. Sometimes, if you don't know, virtual Jason. Yeah, Jason is virtual. We were remarking on the quality of Skype audio. Yeah. And for once, I was actually given Rusty an attaboy for the recording quality. I, 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 I feel, I, I feel great about it. But we're also talking a lot about like. And it was like, this really should just be on the show. Like, the state of what's going on. So we were, you know, we, we do meetings and things on figuring out when we're going to release stuff and want to be a little bit more regular. Um, and it's really hard. We were thinking about Game of the Year, and it's like, what the fuck have we played? Have we played a lot of old shit because there's not a lot of new shit coming out? Like, I'm thinking about playing Outer Worlds maybe next week. Yeah. Uh, like, I like No Man's Sky right now. Yeah. No Man's Sky is a four-year-old game. But I mean, they keep updating it. Fucking, I mean, yeah, I love RimWorld, as... and but that's 1.0 release was last year, finally. Right. I mean, I'm thinking about playing Remnant from the Ashes again. Yeah, there's DLC out. And there's DLC for but it. But we looked through the game list on what released this year, and just fucking nothing. <laughs> it's, it's sad. I mean, god damn it, COVID, why? <laughs> like, it is strange. It it it's not just COVID. I, I mean, don't think it was. It was, uh, I mean, there was just not a lot, and it's kind of a weird, it's a weird time to have uh have for games right now because the need is high the the need is high but i think the tech is you know coming through with a new wave and new wave tech just before that you don't want to see you you don't see a whole lot of like really big titles popping up i mean with the exception of say like cyberpunk but cyberpunk is kind of working on the future for that as well well, I was just being honest with these guys, and I was like, you know, I don't want to play, I really want to play Baldur's Gate, but I really don't want to play one level. Right. I, and I'm the same way. I want the whole game. Give me the fucking whole game. Because I feel like I'd want to immerse myself, and I don't want to just dick around with just the alpha right now. Right. I've got so many fucking alpha games. Like, I was playing games that came out last year, this year. So, like, we were talking about Atomicrops last week. Yeah. Um, I could play some of that. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I had... 
I burned myself out with the early access stuff, and like I got grounded thinking I knew after it released that it was alpha, and so I've been waiting on Obsidian to release more of the full game before I dive in. Yeah, and it's not the same kind of alpha. The only game in alpha that I'll continually play is probably Seven Days to Die because they it's just going to be perpetually in alpha. Yeah, but it, they do. It's alpha done well. Like there's lots of features that are added in a big way. I mean, that game's changed fucking, it's been a while, dude. It's been fucking, what, four, came out five, in 20, five? Came out in 2013. Wow, Jesus Christ, seven years in fucking alpha? Yeah, but they also finally got some money, so now they have a real development team. Yeah, okay. I say a real, you know, small development team. We're we, still talking like 15, 20 people versus well, three <laughs> that it started off with. We thought that, we, that they were going to have... Uh, they were going to take off the the last time they picked up fucking publishing, but uh, well, they was... got they had a a big hullabaloo with Telltale, yeah, fucking then, them over with uh, and then having to deal with the damage control for like a year and a half. I mean, they they put that was the first game that I had ever actually seen that was an active PC alpha that got a disc released for a fucking uh, console. That's that was the first time I've ever seen that, and yeah. it was a it was a massive shit show. We called it; it was going to be a massive shit show just because we knew how much that game changed. Yeah, and they couldn't get through cert fast enough for when they were making changes. Right, the changes now come out. They were doing lots of small changes often, and now the changes are six months to six plus months in between. And then they release the bigger releases. Man, she just like she's a keen to the sense of the timbre of your voice. I guess. Whenever I start talking, she needs to jump on me. I am preventing her from doing so and it's pissing her off. <laughs> but, you know, like there's just not a lot out there like like Rusty was saying, wanting to play Remnant. Yeah, it came out some DLCs. Yeah, but, but it, I mean it's a good game. It's just we don't have a lot that came out this year. We were even like kind of re- refreshing our minds on what actually released that was good ghost of Tsushima came out like i could let one of you guys play that if you guys want to yeah um excellent game um under under reviewed um i mean it, it got some fairly good reviews though i mean it uh, it reviewed badly for all the wrong reasons yeah it's i think some people were actually being a little over critical of the game uh yeah and I, um, I think because there's an American company making a Japanese styled game, which whatever, Sucker Punch did a hell of a job. I'm just going to say that. Um, not historically accurate, and if it was, might have been more boring than it is. Yeah. Well. Um, and it's coming up with a free multiplayer mode that's coming out soon, which I won't play because I don't play multiplayer. But you know, like there's just not a lot that's come out, right? Like Doom Eternal came out, and I'm going to play that on Game Pass when it finally releases. Right, 76, the remaster of it essentially came out this year, which, again, playing another old game this year, right? Um, we're sitting here playing No Man's Sky, you know, and then I'm going back around, right? Like, it's just, there's just, you know, not a lot out there. I'll be playing a little bit more Wasteland maybe next one, or next week, too. Oh, oh we my got God. And, you know, and she's had a Benadryl and a half, you know, for allergies <laughs> and for tiredness, but she's been saving this energy up. Yep, there she goes again. Uh, all right, you're gonna, gonna have to stare. You have to stare into her eyes, and you're she's got to. She's got to make a connection. I see the tongue keeps flicking out like a lizard. She's very 
she's she's got such a like a, there's nothing that could be said about this face this pity face that is more than just pure idolatry like idolatry is the word that comes to mind when i see what lola's face looks like when she stares into rusty's eyes um she's a ridiculous little pity it actually brings me a little bit of joy to see her uh, attack you in such a way <laughs> We gotta catch you, this on camera. At some you're point. very cute. You are very cute with your lizard lips, lizard toggle lips, and stuff. You gonna give me another hug? Yeah, she's gonna hover <laughs> over you with that little squish face. You're gonna give me one more hug, and you're gonna get down. If right? if COVID's taught me anything, like having other beings in the house is a good thing. Otherwise, I think I'd go nuts. You, Russ, you got a good dog. <laughs> Borrow my dogs. Oh no, Lou Zoe... gets enough out of me. Hey, borrow, borrow Zoe for a while. Ugh. You could do some extra vacuuming because she sheds like crazy. <laughs> I constantly get attacked by uh, with love from your dog. Like I can't go more. Uh, this is the most that she's actually done this in a, in one podcast. Wow. Yeah, I anyway. didn't. I I don't like dog sedatives. Um, but right. the closest I get, to, she has allergies anyway. And so like sometimes give her like half a Benadryl. Well, today she had a Benadryl and a half yeah. before you got here. And I thought that would make her a little bit sleepy. It's, it's just, she's, you know, she's, uh, I mean, she's deaf albino. So, and albino gets there. They have very sensitive skin. So yeah, she's allergic to fucking, she, she's allergic to fucking everything. Yeah. So she, she ends up getting, you know, doggy Benadryl, which does actually calm her down a little bit, but. It's also to prevent her skin from turning absolutely fucking red all all over the place and get getting super irritated. So we we take care of her. She loves me though. I don't know. I mean, that's a good sign. You know, if your dog loves, you know, a guest coming over, perfect. Yeah, this is uh this is the friendliest pit bull you ever meet. Right. Um, she just, yeah, pit bulls I get think it, some of the some of the issue you're having tonight is the fact that. I'm doing virtual instead of being there, so there's no, there's not two targets. There, there's not two targets, and usually I'm there for about forty-five minutes to an hour before you show up, Rusty. Yeah, which means she's gotten quite a bit of it out of her system. No, no, no. I knew I was going to get attacked as soon as I came through the door, as I was texting, you know, texting as I was getting in here. Uh, as I was stopped on the fucking highway because of the wreck. It, it's not fair right now to the dogs. This whole month hasn't been fair. Right. So usually I get to walk the dogs a little bit more than I have lately. And today I didn't get to at all. Like my day started, I had 30 minutes to, to wind up essentially, right? Make breakfast and, <coughs> you know, like poop and shower. Right. You know, and then I was already picking up shit from the store, and then I had to work, and then I had to pick shit up from the store again, even on my lunch, Damn. work, and then pick up shit from the store. So, like, she's been riding with me everywhere. Oh, I mean, there's that. Like, she went and got a toilet with me from Lowe's, but I mean, everywhere has pickup in the parking lot at this point. Well, good. <laughs> but, you know, it's like there's. I haven't been able to walk her, and the only the closest thing she got to exercise today was she got a case of the the dog gets the zoomies. You know, if you know if you have a pet, you know what that is. Of course, where her back legs go faster than her front legs, 
And so when she starts running around the house like that, um, my meetings, all my people know my dog. I was like, dog's got some. Just give me a second and let the dog out there. And I could see her out like spinning. Like she just does laps around the backyard, getting up at a full speed. And you just see the dirt kicking up as she's just running in circles. <laughs> and she's done that probably twice for 20 minutes and spun around in circles on the rope. And that's all she's got today. And so she's been saving up this energy. Yeah, that's okay. I needed the love anyway. As much as I don't want to necessarily do it while I'm recording, I needed the love anyway. Um, but back to what we were talking about. This yeah. is going to be really weird for us for Game of the Year. So just be prepared. We're going to get creative with that show. Um, but I don't I don't know that we have 30 games played between all three of us. Like, yeah. It really isn't. And then there might be we might change some of the classifications up this year. We might because we you know, we might have to actually might start just be, including games from a previous year because some we might just call it best games we play twenty twenty versus goatee. It's not a goatee. Well, I mean, we'll have Sorry. games that we'll have, you know, that we'll have released this year, uh, and they'll probably be high on the list because they'll be fairly new. I mean, Doom Eternal was it was a good game it just there was one enemy that pissed me off and the fact that i had to use the bethesda launcher to use it or to play it also kind of pissed me off but it's not it's not the game's fault for the launcher it's just, it's i've just, had a hell of a lot of fun playing ass. seven days i mean i could almost i literally could pick that game up at any point and be like i want to spend a few days playing this and get what i want out of that those few days yeah i mean and put it down which is why i have so many hours in it i think i might have actually talked trent to playing it finally you know, and and there's you know there's other games that you know that I've been you know I've got installed on, even on my you know on the new machine on War Machine I've got everything uh, you know set up uh, to uh, to play things like fa- you know uh, Factorio and fucking uh, Satisfactory because I like those games. Those oh, are Satisfactory's in a pretty good state right now. That yeah, might be another thing to play next week. Satisfactory is is. I mean, it, it's a Zen game for me, and it also can get super fucking complex. Sometimes, you know, for me, playing a game that uh, that requires me to use my brain and figure out math and, you know, and work out the numbers of, like, you know, how much a unit produces or how much, uh, how much resources do I get. And, you know, that's why I have the... Uh, factory set up in fucking no man's sky and i know how much it, it produces and when i need to go harvest it it's i i can figure that shit out and work out the uh uh work out a schedule so that i can maximize my profit off of it it's just that's just the way that that works you know so it engages my brain in you know in a different way than you know uh fucking shooter would i guess uh and it's probably the reason why i don't like shooters outside of the fact that i i don't play competitive games as much uh, and i'm not uh, i don't enjoy pvp it just pisses me off most times so i just need something that's just cathartic i can just turn my brain off and you know and do certain things and then at certain moments be like, okay, let me get my TI calculator out so I can figure out the, uh, uh, you know, figure out the formula for this. Once I got the formula figured out, I'm like, okay, now I've got a task, and that's going to be the next six hours of gameplay for me just getting that task done. 
you know? Isn't Elite Dangerous getting a new big push on something? Soon? Elite Dangerous has got um, Odyssey. Yeah, there's there's uh, multi passes on Odyssey. I haven't actually looked into it, uh, and that's a game that I haven't uh, haven't done much with uh, in the past couple years, honestly. Uh, I, I wish I had myself, my VR rig for that. I keep telling myself uh, uh, that I'm, the next time I play it is going to be in VR, but the the bummer about VR is that you kind of have to have everything mapped exactly the way that you need it because you can't use your eyes. Like, you can see the cockpit, but you can't see the controller or you can't see whatever, uh, the keyboard or anything like that. So you have but to it, know exactly where everything's at. Because of the way things are released, like, I feel like it's a year of just doing DLCs it's, and it's replays. DLCs, replays, re-releases, um, failed remasters. Um, it's all, been kind of a bullshit it, year. This, this year's been kind of shit overall, uh, just for you know, getting your hands on something new. Uh, and like I said before, I mean, this is kind of what happens on that, you know, on that two year cycle, two to, you know, two to five year cycle. Um, yeah, the, uh, you know, when new video cards release or when a new, uh, when a new console generation comes out, there's a big save and then there's a big push after the console release. Because, of course, once you get the console like we were talking about earlier, right now there's not a whole lot, you know, that's unique to the new console. There's been, you know, names thrown about, but no actual, like, release games. So you'll see next year we'll probably have a lot more new games and a lot more to talk about as far as games, uh, game releases are concerned, because it'll have, you'll have your, your first year with the new console generation. That's always big. Uh, and that's also going to be another year where developers can use, you know, can leverage the new video cards that are, you know, currently like fucking rare right now. Um, you know what? I'm just going to, insert this jason you know what else is coming out card wise so the radeon rx 6900 xt is rumored between 549 and 699 at launch um so 3080 is kind of the thing i was looking at right and obviously this would also be a drastic upgrade i'm already running an amd chipset it it doesn't matter really i know but i for not even aesthetics for OCD reasons. Just keeping it in the family, I guess. And I haven't actually had a Radeon card in a million years, the, but they've gotten a lot better over the years. Uh, kinda. Uh, they have been stepping up, but they've never really been able to. Um, you know, they've never really been able to actually it's match gonna ha- Nvidia's. Uh, uh, power, you know, their their graphics power is not well, it's not available. Well, it is going to have six more speaking gigabytes of, of RAM. Yeah. On speaking of the Nvidia's, the thirty seventies now been pushed back to October twenty ninth. I saw that. I think that they were uh, they're hoping that they can get maybe another 
another shipment or two of cards in before they do a release so that they don't go three uh, three for three having a one second fucking release or a paper release as a lot of people were trying to say. Um, not a paper release because there was thousands of cards been out there, but there's literally hundreds of thousands to a million people who want to actually have these cards and you know, the supply is a drop in the bucket for the demand. Well, I'm just, I'm thinking about this, right? Like, depending on what you're looking for, like, that might be another answer to things I coming want, out. I want them to, uh, I want them to compete. I really want them to compete. And I want AMD to actually have a card that is, you know, that's very, you know, viable. I think they've competed so far pretty well with the chipset stuff, just value. Well, with, you know, they have competed excellently in cpu they just have not been able to uh to capture near as many people on the gpu side and there's two reasons for that the gpus were underpowered and their driver release is terrible for uh, for gpu if they can fix one of those two things the gpu power on this next release and just continually work on their drivers then I'm not sure what that is. That's Jason disconnecting. Okay. Uh, um. Okay. Well, if they can if they can fix those two things, you know, one of those two things or both of those things on the on this next release, then that's going to give Nvidia the kick in the pants that they need to actually, uh, you know, fix their game. Yeah, that was Jason completely gone. Um. Okay, um, but yeah, uh, if they can, if if that happens, if the uh, if the Radeon uh, cards come through for us, not only will you have another option because they're obviously going to try to stick it to Nvidia by having as many cards in stock as they possibly can. That also will alleviate a lot of the pressure on NVIDIA to, you know, because the, the demand will be split at that point. So maybe I'll have my uh, an opportunity to buy a card in the first minute instead of the first 10 seconds. We shall see. But, you know, we've we've waxed a little bit long. We've lost Jason. We still got to record the intro. So yeah, yeah. I think. And I don't want it ringing in the middle of us doing this. So, uh, well, of course. I'm just going to say where you can find us. So, <laughs> of course. Where's the button? Where's the button? Click. Good God, fucking Jason. Seriously? I was literally about to end the show so that we could record the intro. Yeah, you had to actually call right then. Thanks. We're still recording, by the way. <laughs> Jason, where can you find us? You can find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash The Real TiltCast. Search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Find some friends of the show. We've got a new video be coming up from Cabbage, KBG. Um, you're going to have, for the love of gaming, you're going to have Picking Up the Pixels or Pubcast, NoQuarters.net, BMFCast.com, and TVGP.tv. They play Elite Dangerous, and they don't get interruptions at the end of the show. Right. Fucking <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. You're welcome. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace.